Good day, everyone. Welcome back to the 23 Podcast. Wherever you are, whenever you're listening, welcome. Parker Kern here along with Father Jeff McBeth. Father, how are you? I think I'm doing all right. And um, thanks, everybody, for, for listening. Yeah. And, and you know, again, Father, we, we talk about this a lot. We really do have um, a great community of, of people who, who tune in every yeah. week. Um, it, like you had mentioned to me when we started the, the podcast or re- Start. I mean, started our version of right. it. Um, you had mentioned that people would would listen and that they would say things to you on the weekend mm-hmm. that you probably don't remember you said. Right. And a couple of weeks ago, that actually happened to me. I forget who I was talking to, but I was in the middle of a conversation with somebody, and a listener came up and and like shouted, not shouted at me, but they like told me the answer to a question I had on the podcast to hmm. you. And I, I, again, it, it escapes my mind now. Completely out of context. And I was yeah. like, um, mm-hmm. okay. And then I like thought about it because I was getting ready for mass mm-hmm. and like putting my, you know, I like put my little stuff on, mm-hmm. my gear, my guitar and stuff. And I was like, what the heck was that about? And then mm-hmm. it like right before I like said, good morning, everyone. Welcome. It dawned on me. I was like, <laughs> that's it. It was like this moment of like clarity. And then, you know, of course the sun just shone down on me. And it I was, was like, that's beautiful. That was great. Yeah. 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 I love that. But here we are. Here, here we are. We back are. at it. And uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a pleasure, I think, for us to be oh, able to do this. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I guess if no one likes it, let us know. And um but we'll we'll just turn up our mics a little louder at yeah, that point. We're just uh, <laughs> no, we're just happy to to be able to provide this and and hope it's a benefit to somebody. That's always our prayer beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, and it, it's 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 interesting because even for me, I mean, you think for for the two of us and a lot of the people who are here a lot and you know go to a lot of the masses, it 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 almost brings you a little bit closer to it than Mm. you would be anyways like you know we kind of break things down and you know as you proclaim it during mass and i'm like i remember we talked about that and it almost like hits me on the head a little bit too and makes me think a little bit more and then like it brings me even closer to to the message that you or father rose have after that um and i think you know selfishly personally for me it's been it's been great to kind of reconnect with with the liturgy and the words yeah, and I think we should all be preparing for the Mass. You know, when we show up on Sundays, that shouldn't be the first time that we, you know, hear the readings, for example, yeah. um, which is why we, if um, if you don't know this or if it's in your spam box, if you don't open it, you know, our Prepare for the Weekend uh, email that gets sent out every Thursday um, really is a great resource. It has the link to the readings. It has a link to the podcast. It has a link to some of the songs that... Um, we're gonna be doing so you can, you know, pre, you know, prep in that way, you yeah. know, to to hear maybe get the songs down, um, you know, some other little commentary things that are in there. That's a it's kind of a it's a great resource that just gets sent out, you know, on a on Flock Note every Thursday. So uh, that's the prepare for the weekend um, email that you that you get, and um, hopefully you open up and take use of because that's uh is a good way, right, of of um, helping us to get ready for what we're going to hear and, and maybe what's in the little reflection that's sent with it or what we even talk about is different than the homily and that's all right you know but it's, uh, it's getting our minds around what we're going to be what we're going to be hearing so yeah it's a it's a good thing um all the way around and and if this is part of your prep for mass then 
Um, and if it blesses you, then uh, we're just uh, grateful for that and praise God for that. Yeah. So. It's almost like preparing for like a, a quiz or test or something. I mean, like there's multiple ways of studying mm. and mm-hmm. there's, you know, like I'm a visual guy, right? I like to see it, I, you know, and then even sometimes I'll write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't take tests anymore. Yeah. I, I give tests now, but there I don't take them. But um, it, for some people, they like to hear. Mm-hmm. Some people like to see. Mm-hmm. Some people like to read and write and stuff. And I think we do a good job, especially with formed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's also a good resource to kind of help. Maybe not for the weekly gospels, but just, you know, kind of meeting you where you are in terms of getting you prepared for the liturgy and for for worship. Because that's really what this is. This all is. Yeah. Right? And some people are, are big into you know, buying books of commentaries, mm-hmm. you know, about the readings, which is great. Um, like you said, this is another way of maybe doing that. Um, it's maybe more someone else's style. So it's, it's all good. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah. Anything that helps, helps. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I forget. Now, last week we talked about catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Um, to each their own. I don't know where I heard that first. I, yeah. Is that, is that Wendy Headley? It was not Wendy Headley. <laughs> okay. Actually, I had forgotten. That, that phrase had kind of fallen out of fashion with me mm-hmm. for, for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost... It's almost like I didn't hear it for uh-huh. like probably a decade, and then I was at a family reunion for uh, Marissa's family, which is, she has a massive family. Like her dad has nine siblings, her mom has two or three, and I mean they're just their house is just flo- it's like ants on sugar mm. water. It's just crazy. Yeah. And you know my family, it's like well we got you know the three of us and my aunt. That's about about all I got. Yeah. So it's much you know much quieter. But anyways. I was like eating, I was sitting down talking with one of Marissa's aunts and I was, I forget what we were talking, but we were eating, I was eating a hot dog. I can remember that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the most important part. Yeah. But she said, you know, like she was getting up to leave uh-huh. and she, oh, here's what it was. She was asking me if I wanted some, some, uh, baked beans or something. And I said, I'd, I'd like some more. And then she asked me if I wanted something else. And it was like one of the side dishes that mm-hmm. I kind of took as a courtesy the first time through, mm. but I didn't want again. Right. And I probably figured out after she said that, that she made that oh. because she said to each their own. Mm. And I was like, Oh wow. no. Yeah. Like I just, you know, got sniped. So, yeah. So it's had like the pejorative version. Yeah. With some, with some attitude. There was definitely some, some attitude yeah. there. So are you trying to bring tweet his own back? No, I don't think so. No. I, I no, I'm um just going to let it ride. I think I'm going to let it ride. See what happens. Yeah. yeah. I I'm I, you know, I a lot of times I'll, I'll start saying things and then I'll say them for like 2 or 3 months mm-hmm. and then it'll kind of again fall out of fashion. Gotcha. And then I'll get something else. I'll pick something else up sure. whether it's from a video on the internet or a television show or you know somebody in conversation, a friend, mm-hmm. you know, having, you know, a podcast with, you know, my friend and and pastor. You know, whatever it is, whoever says something, it's like, oh, oh, well, I, I, I think I like that, you know. Yeah. But no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna let it ride. Yeah. Right, no, I am gonna let it ride. Right. I'm not gonna push it. Right. Well, I'm not gonna push it. To each his own. <laughs> That's right. So, Father, we have some Ash Wednesday mass is coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. Lent is a couple weeks. On I know. Its way. It's before we know it, you know, it always kind of sneaks up. So yeah, uh, February fourteenth, Valentine's so, Day as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Mass at 9 a.m. and then 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. Yep. So, yeah, it's always a, always a good day, you know? it's uh, oh, yeah. That's what's nice about Ash Wednesday. It does kind of let you know, like, oh, it's 
that's a new that's a new thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, the other seasons, you know, Advent. What? Of course, you had the lighting of the wreath, I guess. Yeah. But you know, it really, there's something about like you almost can't get around it. You know, right. especially when you're you know when you're there. I mean, you could you could not come. You know, and but then you know show up on the first Sunday of Lent. You know, and that's fine. But um, yeah, there's just something about the okay, it's Lent. Yeah, you know, got the ashes. Yeah, the and, tangibility uh, of right. the ashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you go, you know, like you, you go to a, you know, people often come in the morning, you know, dressed very nicely because they're going to work, and they go to work wherever they work at, and they have those ashes all day. It's almost yeah. like it's a symbol. And then right. the people that are coming in, you know, from in the evening often have children or you know jobs that they're coming from during the day. And, you know, quite the same. And they yeah. go home and, you know, spend time with their, their family or loved ones. And they have, you know, they're, they're marked with, with the ashes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, it's a great symbol. Yeah. I remember, you know, I was in college and I was doing Ash Wednesday and, you know, I had the ashes. I went to the morning mass and somebody, you know, one of my friends who was not trying to be rude or anything mm-hmm. was like, I think he was Catholic too. And he was like, are you sure you want to wear those out? And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. Like, you know people might not agree i'm like dude this is this is the best symbol of all like right. i'm proudly doing this yeah i'm proudly wearing these ashes it's, c- it's cool when you see people like on tv too yeah like on espn or whatever yeah, you'll, see, you'll see that once in a while yeah bill plashke that guy from, i think he's from the washington post mm, i think the host of that show uh oh tony reale yeah he would around he, the horn he, he, right he would always have the ashes too i remember yeah yeah i've been watching that for a good while. italian catholic there you go <laughs> So, Father, what do we got in the gospel? This yeah, week? so this is um, Mark chapter 1, verses 20 to 28, so right on the heels of last week's um, reading. Um, so after he calls, um, you know, uh, the, the Peter and, and uh, Andrew and James and John, they drop their nets and follow him. So this is, uh, this is the next thing. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed. And asked one another, what is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. That would certainly do it. I would say. That would, uh, that sort of instant, like, fame spread. That would, would be think. all over the internet if right. that happened to Totally. Me. Yeah. Like, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, kind of a, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about you know Jesus with his authority, um, Bishop Barron likes to talk about this a lot. You know all the the rabbis or people like the scribes, they would have appealed to other authorities. So you know, you know I learned this from you know Rabbi so and so who right. said this, who said this, and ultimately it would go back to Moses, mm-hmm. you know, who is the sort of the goat for the, the people of Israel, yeah. and um, you know, so that was the ultimate authority, and so. You know, for Jesus to have this this authority, but it, that's why it's not as of the scribes, right? Um, 
in part because he's not referring to back to any authority. Like whatever he does, says, teaches, he's not going back to Moses. It's it's yeah. himself. He's like it's me. Yeah, you know, which is I'm which, him. Which is you know the very one of the many very unique things about Jesus. Sure. He was his own authority because he's the Word of God made flesh. <laughs> um, so it makes sense. But obviously that was very unique and unexpected, you know, for the people. Um, and it had effect, you know. Right. Um, you know, they talk about a teaching with authority, but what he does is, you know, he, he casts out an unclean demon. And yeah. so, you know, when Jesus, when Jesus speaks, things happen, mm-hmm. you know, which is, uh, and of course, we're going to see that throughout the, the Gospels. But it makes sense, though, because, again, he's the word of God made flesh. You know, yeah. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Jesus, um, when he speaks, you know, things uh, things happen. Yes, agreed. And I think also, again, kind of for us, um, I mean, the unclean aspect of it, I know, you know, several weeks ago we were at um, Leal for Mass and we were talking about the lepers that day mm-hmm. and you were talking to the kids about the word unclean, right? right? And I think, you know, again, I, I always bring it back to what's... You know, what goes on in our world today, or what, I mean, sometimes what doesn't go on, mm-hmm. there's a lot of unclean things that happen. There's yeah. a lot of unclean ways that we can kind of be engrossed or get involved with things. Right. Or, you know, get, be unclean ourselves. And, you know, obviously all of us are imperfect, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's there's many ways that we can kind of, you know, engage with that or become sort of part of that, right? Mm-hmm. And again, uh, Jesus kind of brings that out of us, so to speak. Um, hopefully not in that necessarily way, but, um, you know, he, he calls us to, you know, come and confess our sins Mm -hmm. and, you know, become whole and clean. And though we'll never be perfect, we can, we can do our best to, to do that and, you know, and repent and learn from kind of the the mistakes, the uncleanliness that we might have ha- had, right? It's it's you know it's like a bad bad habit we might develop. Um, you know, somebody, you know, I've seen a lot of people at physical therapy like they have like a weird gait, mm. and it's like they've no one's ever corrected them on it, right? Mm. And it's so they have to work through it to really break the break the habit, right? It might not be their fault necessarily, but they've never broken the habit. And Jesus calls us to, you know, break break those habits. And he's, you know, he's the ultimate physical therapist in this sense, right? Uh, the ultimate therapist for us to sort of bring our lives back to him and 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 be clean and be holy. Yeah, and and the wholeness that we were made for. Um, you know, last week Jesus said, you know, this time of fulfillment, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And so he announces, you know, the coming of the, of the kingdom that it's arrived, you know, at least in some sense. Um, and this is, a, this is a sort of concrete example of uh, yeah. of that, that he's able to, right, bring about that transformation, you know, and bring this, this guy back to, back to wholeness. And that's what he looks to do for us as well, although it's not without, you know, involves transformation, you know, which sure. can be hard sometimes or, um, right, getting rid of those things that, that keep us, you know, from from the greatness that we were made for, you know, as people made in the image and likeness of, of God and called to share in his, um, called to share in his life. Um, but to be able to, to come to the Lord knowing that he can do that, that is 
he has he's the power to do it because he's he's God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and again, thinking about the kind of way he went about it, it was very bold and just kind of like you said earlier, like just kind of sudden. It just kind of happened, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's something to that as well, as in terms of the 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 teachings and you know what what he had now kind of brought to the table um that didn't necessarily contradict with the teachings of Moses but also he was like no this is I'm God right that's kind of unheard of mm-hmm. right other than than him doing it unless you know they're blaspheming of course but to, for him to do that and to kind of carry that bold act out I think that speaks a lot to um, sort of the effect, like we joked earlier, right? Like that would be all over the internet yeah. today, but it really would be. And as as you know, as the text said, right, his fame began to spread mm-hmm. because people were like, "This is this is different, right?" Yeah, it's wild, yeah. So he also healed on the Sabbath, and the the Sabbath was given. I just read this, you know, to to be, to be a day. Yep, and that day of rest is also to to renew the covenant, you know, that God had made with His people. And um, with that, to also you know proclaim you know human dignity, and so to for Jesus to do this on the Sabbath, you know, bringing renewal of the covenant, restoration of the dignity of you know the people made in the image and likeness of God that was lost from the fall, and so He's really come to reclaim humanity, yeah. and uh, so this is a, an example of that, and so it is a bold declaration that you know He has come to um, to cast out what needs to be cast out, so that um, we can be brought to the wholeness that we were that we were made for, um, which is awesome. Yeah, and I to think say the least. again for us, kind of pea-brained humans, you know, it's almost like God knew that there was a a bold action needed in mm. order to really compel people to kind of believe. So that again, I think that obviously that was done for effect, but that helped with securing the notion that Jesus is God. And that there was something much different about him than prophets that had come before. Well, even the bold action of what we celebrated a few weeks ago, right. which is, um, you know, the, the second person of the Holy Trinity being born as a baby, mm-hmm. you know, pretty it's crazy, a super bold action. Um, and then, of course, you know, then the, the bold action of, of going to the cross, you know, dying oh, yeah. and buried, and then, you know, rising from that. Um, so it's it's sort of like this big bold declaration from from beginning to to end, you know, really of God's love for us, you know, and that He's come to come to save us, um, which is part of what it means to think claim Christ as as Savior um, and to really embrace life in Him, you know, is that He has come to bring us this deliverance, you know, from everything that um, that holds us back, um, even including death. You know, to the to the fullness of life that yeah. we were were really made for. Right, rise us beyond death, and you know, again, if we really believe and submit ourselves to that, we'll live forever. And we all going back to you know, we talked earlier about you know other kind of what we might call unclean spirits. I mean, just thinking of sometimes we get caught up in a spirit of resentment. You know, sometimes we can get caught up in a spirit of bitterness. We can get caught up in a spirit of despair. You get caught up in a spirit of lack of forgiveness. Um, you know, all these things really, um, they really sort of poison the well within us, so to speak. You sure. know, and all those things might come from 
a place, obviously, of real hurt. And it's not to dismiss that. But, you know, those um, those are thing, other things that, that Jesus came to save us from, yeah. you know, and uh, and, uh, and cast out. Um, and so if we're in that place, you know, even to, you know, really to, to ask Jesus in his name, you know, to help us with those things, you know, and help to um, have those... Uh, come out of us because they're they're ultimately not good for us sometimes we know that deep down you know, but we like to hang on to those things sometimes um yeah but he uh he came to bring freedom yeah agreed there's actually a song by uh john mayer who's my favorite musical artist called moving on and getting over hmm. probably not in this context you know talking a little bit differently about you know relationships and everything in that song but for here right like you said like moving on and getting over kind of the the things that might hinder our you know bitterness or despair or um lack of being able to you know forgive or forget Mm -hmm. things right because a lot of people say i forgive but i don't forget right right? and that, that kind of is part of it you know uh which is a challenge that's a massive challenge because people all the time have have those you know those occurrences in their life and it's it's very tough to move on and get over but that's again what we're kind of called to do and that uncleanliness has to kind of you know come out and i think the good thing is to know we can't do it on our own right. and maybe we've tried uh, and we find it doesn't work and that's sure. a, at some point that's exactly the point yeah you know, we need right. we need the lord to do it yeah uh, for us um and so really to um to know that he's a, the one that can and that we can't do it on our own um, actually, I think, makes us, you know, better, stronger, all that. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that will, too. Yep. Yep. If we um, ask. For sure. Yep. For sure. Well, Father, how about a little prayer to wrap up today's podcast? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that in your great love for us, um, you've came to bring us freedom freedom from those things that that keep us from um, living the abundant life that you came to bring us, which is not to say without struggles and sufferings and disappointments and failures, but one that um, we can rise above through you, uh, who have claimed us as your own. And um, through your word, you're able to bring transformation uh, to anything and out of anything. And so we praise you for that. Help us to know those areas in our life, maybe especially as we're keeping an eye on Lent, uh, to know uh, where you need to to move so we can rise uh, to a new life uh, in you. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. We um, Let us live each, this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Father, for another great podcast. God bless you all.